Welcome to the Innovate Engage podcast brought to you by NEIC Instructional Technology Department. The show where you can hear the innovative and engaging things your colleagues are doing in their classrooms. And now, here are your hosts, Lauren and Gabriel. Welcome to episode 11 of the Innovate Engage podcast. For those of you who do not know, my name is Gabriel Creo. And I am Lauren Snyder. And just a quick recap for our NEISD Instructional Technology Department. Our mission is to empower educators to innovate instruction so students have the skills to thrive in society. And our vision is students will find value and meaning in the work they are doing. So I don't know about you, Gabriel, but I am really loving having these conversations again. There's just something about hearing what other teachers and instructional technology specialists are doing together that's so uplifting and inspiring. Lauren, I agree with you 100%. And this episode in particular feels especially inspiring because, drumroll please, the teacher and ITS duo we are talking to are participating in our brand new Inspiring Innovators cohort. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yay. So our director, Christy Ramsey, dreamed this up a few years ago, and it is finally a reality. It just made sense to have her come on our podcast to talk about the cohort since it was her brainchild. So before we get into our conversation with Chad and Melissa, let's hear what Christy has to say about the Inspiring Innovators cohort. Welcome and thank you, Christy, for joining us. Can you give the listeners a little bit of background as to who you are, your position, and your background in education? I'm Christy Ramsey, the Director for Instructional Technology here in Northeast Independent School District. I've been in education for over 20 years, with many of those years being in instructional technology or ed tech. I've been through the years where we were teaching teachers how to use Word, PowerPoint, Excel, and oh gosh, Publisher, PhotoStory, WebQuests, really all the tools that they could use in the classroom. But technology is no longer just about the tool. It's really about creating an avenue for um, learning and really promoting those four C's. Can you talk to us about what this Inspiring Innovators cohort is? A few years ago, I had an idea to get a teacher leader from every campus. Really, the purpose was just plain and simple to change the way teaching was happening in the classroom. You know, really taking those classrooms to more of a student-centered environment. Creating more relevant learning environments where the technology provides the opportunity for deeper learning possibilities was really the goal. No more teaching like we did 50 years ago. The whole I talk, you listen. It's more, you know, it's more now about the concept. And now how do we process that concept? The processing is the fun part, right? And that's really where the inspiring innovator group was born as a teacher leader group and as a group to inspire change on a campus. What would you say is the ITS role within the Inspiring Innovators cohort? We want teachers using technology to accelerate the learning and provide student engagement and agency. So we know that um, attending professional developments is not enough to make that change happen. 
So our group of instructional technology specialists are going to be working shoulder to shoulder with these inspiring innovators to help them tackle these challenges in the classroom, as well as focusing on the four C's and future readiness. And what is the overall goal of this cohort? Our inspiring innovator group is really trying to uh, change their classrooms and we are trying to provide them with some learning from some really great ed tech gurus. People like Carl Hooker and Catlin Tucker and Thomas Murray and Casey Bell, they're all going to help us shape the classrooms with these inspiring innovators. With the goal being engage students, teacher collaboration and efficacy. We are hoping to have these teachers, you know, teach everyone on their campus as well. I mean, who better to learn from than the teacher down the hall? The one that's actually doing the work in his or her classroom. The one that is day after day in the same environment that you're in. Thank you so much for your time, Christy. Have a good one. Bye. So there you have it, folks. Straight from our fearless leader and director herself. This cohort has been underway for the past couple of weeks and the feedback from the teachers and ITSs alike has been extremely positive. Absolutely. And in this episode, we will hear from two people who are participating in the cohort, Chad and Melissa. This teacher ITS team brought a great energy to the conversation and you can hear and feel their passion for engaging students. But instead of me telling you about it, why don't we just get right to it? Here is our conversation with Chad and Melissa. I'm Melissa Kalinda. I am at MacArthur High School teaching biology. I teach mainly honors. Um, this is my 15th year of teaching. And I've, I've been lucky enough to only teach biology all of my 15 years of teaching. I know that's a very rare find. Most people have taught like 12 things at this point. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, my name is Chad Belford. I'm an instructional technology specialist for Northeast. And uh, gosh, I think this is my ninth year as an ITS Probably should have looked that up before a hand, but it's eighth or ninth. We're going to go with ninth. So it's my ninth year as an ITS. This is, uh, I believe, my 22nd year in education. I was in the classroom for several years as an English teacher. I taught all levels of English, speech, creative writing. I also taught several computer classes and technology-related classes, computer programming, video, editing, web design, such like that. Well, welcome to the show, both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Can you guys tell us how you started working together and maybe an example of a collaboration you've worked on together? I actually blame you, Lauren, for that one, because part of it, (laughs) (laughs) part of it, well, I mean, Chad and I have been working together for about eight years, kind of in and out, but I took one of your self-paced PDs on the digital breakout escape rooms and loved it and got into it. And so then I asked for his help for a little collaboration and AKA you. Um, and we've done two now, I think we did the Martian um, plant escape room. And then the, what's the other one? Oh, the Octonauts one. I think y'all helped me with the Octonauts one a little bit, even if it was just a little bit of the bra- the um, cl- brainstorming uh, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what got the two of us working a little bit. And so, yeah, I blame you. It's your fault. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's been fun. It's been great. I've loved working with both of you. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks. It should be noted. Melissa is, is awesome. And we've only worked on a couple of projects per se, but 
I love to stop into her classroom and just check in on her. Anytime I want to run something by somebody who I know is knowledgeable and willing to try new things, she, you know, often is my go-to gal here at Mac. So, Well, thank you. Yeah, it sounds like you guys have a pretty good relationship and you were not just brought together by this inspiring innovators program, which we're going to get to in a little bit, but it sounds like you guys had a relationship before this, right? Yeah, we did. Yep. Now, speaking of inspiring innovators, for those of you listening, if you don't know what that is, that is a program that our NEISD Instructional Technology Department is actually starting this school year, this actually 2021, we just got it off the ground. So we have teachers from all over the district who applied and uh, we have, I don't remember the exact number, but we have basically representation from every one of our campuses and teachers who are thriving to be the best that they can be and what we call an inspiring innovator. Melissa, what made you want to become an inspiring innovator? Inspiring innovator. What made you say, you know what, I'm going to fill out that form and I'm going to apply for this? A couple of different things, really. For one, Again, being a 15-year teacher and kind of being somebody who likes to try new things, I'm past the basic level PDs of let's learn how to use a form. Let's even Lawrence was great a couple of years ago, but I've kind of taken the, you know, all of the little basic classes. So now that I know how to use the forms, what's the next thing that I can do? And also I'm bored with my teaching right now. It has been a crazy, crazy year, and we are all making the best of it. And I've gotten into a good routine and my kids are benefiting from that, but I'm ready to take it up a notch and just kind of see what else I can do and still keep the same routine, but maybe try a different version of a form or use quizzes instead of, you know, a form or, you know, something like that, just a different platform, still do the same thing, but try and mix it up a little bit to where I'm not as bored and therefore the kids are not as bored. Hopefully. Yeah. Boredom's a great motivator, isn't it? Now, Chad, did you personally reach out to Melissa about applying for this? I did. Melissa is a go-getter. You know, she, she's willing to try new things, take healthy risks, step outside her comfort level. And uh, that's one of the key things we need. Along with that, she's well-respected among her peers. You know, she's uh, a leader on her team. I know her, her uh, colleagues that she works with look up to her. And, uh, oh, so She's blushing. I don't know. (laughs) You can't hear that quite through the podcast, but I assure you she's blushing and rightfully so she's earned, uh, definitely earned a spot on this team and she's done some wonderful things. And she's, what I also like about her is her passion. She's, she's willing to say, Hey, that didn't work. And that's okay. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to try it a little bit different next time. And that's the kind of thing we're looking for from our inspiring innovators, people who are willing to have a growth mindset, you know, think outside the box, um, be willing to try new things. And not only that, have the passion to go and tell somebody else about it, you know, be good ambassadors and kind of uh, advocates on their campuses to, to see that, that improved uh, teaching and learning on their own campus. That's awesome. You mentioned a, a great statement that I'd like to kind of piggyback on. And that's that growth mindset that not stopping. And if it didn't work, then some people will look at that as a failure where some of us will look at it as I now know that that didn't work for that particular purpose at that particular point in time. That's not to say it might not work in the future, but it didn't work for that special occasion. So I'm glad that you, you actually brought that up and uh, Melissa, congratulations and welcome to the program. Thank you. 
We've already had a couple of things happen in the Inspiring Innovators cohort. We've had a couple PDs with some really well-known edtech specialists, you know, people. And so I'm, I'm really curious to know what is your favorite part of being in the Inspiring Innovators cohort so far? And what are you most looking forward to? And Chad, you can answer this too. Well, for me, it's actually, it, my answer kind of answers both questions and it comes down to collaborating with like-minded teachers. We've all been to that PD where you have that one teacher who's just forced to be there and they don't get anything out of it. Or they ask the, you know, how do I open up a Google doc type of question? Um, I've even been amazed at just throughout this year, how much I'm able to steal from elementary school teachers. Even if it's not a subject that I'm teaching, I can take their slides or their form or the format that they use, incorporate the biology into it. And then that's been really exciting. And then just being able to, you know, hear live from these different speakers. And like, I even, I bought Casey Bell's book over the um, summer. And so I'm really excited to hear about what she's got. And I've gotten some of her ideas that I'm already trying to implement. And, but it is really amazing when you can actually talk to the person or hear from the person firsthand this is what I actually meant when I wrote that statement, you know, kind of deal. So just the collaboration that comes behind it, the passion that comes behind it, it all just kind of reinvigorates you to be better the next day. And that's really all we can really try and do. I love that. Yeah. So one thing I failed to tell Melissa, Melissa, I owe you a book. (laughs) 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 We were, we all got the Catlin, well, Catlin Tucker's book, oh, awesome. one, of, one of her books. And uh, I was supposed to give that to you. And I will, as soon as we get off this podcast. Okie dokie. fantastic. <laughs> Yay. I get a present. Yay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that's my, what I'm most excited about is the excitement that I hear from all the other um, educators. I mean, I'm with Melissa. There's just something nice about being in a group of people who have kind of common goals and common and you know they're on this journey together and they're all in the same spot they're all starting at the bottom so to speak at the beginning not the bottom and just to hear the excitement and the energy so being in a group of people who are like-minded who have similar interests and and not only similar interests but similar motivations to just see better learning happen on their campus and just hear how excited they are you know you get in these breakout rooms during these webinars with these educational gurus and you, you, you get to hear, you know, from different people, different walks of life, different uh, grade levels. And it's just fun to hear how passionate and how excited they are about it. Uh, You know, they're excited to be there. They're excited to learn more. And it's not like a obligatory, Oh, yay. That's, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. It's literally, Oh my God, this is life-changing. And I want to try this tomorrow in my class. And you know, they mean it. And the other part about that is you're hearing people be successful. So it's like they have the same troubles that I have. They have, you know, our kids logging in, we're having, I've got kids face to face and I've got kids on Zoom. We're all doing the same thing, but they've overcome one obstacle that I haven't yet. And I'm hoping I can provide some insight for them on an obstacle that they are still having. And maybe I can um, help them with something like that. So it's just the, like I said, it's reinvigorating. It's just it even Tuesday was kind of like, so on our last one on Tuesday, I literally logged off at three twenty-five and logged on at three 30 with Catlin Tucker. And so I wasn't as engaged as I typically would be, but I still got good ideas and it still made me go, okay, I can do this. It did make me come back to want to come back to work the next day. So, um, it, it's just really inspiring. 
I'm glad that you said that um, it made you come back to work the next day, because I think the end goal for all of us, at least in education right now, at this point in time, is to have our students log into Zoom again the next day, make them want to attend class, whether it be in person or virtually. And that's really, that is the bottom line of this program is, is helping everyone be a better educator so that our students want to come back to class the next day. Can you elaborate a little bit on what you mentioned about you had already heard some great things from elementary folks being in the breakout rooms and things like that. So can you maybe talk a little bit about the networking and the connections that you've made with the inspiring innovators? So the actual elementary example came from some Facebook groups that I joined over the summer. Um, I joined the Bitmoji Bitmoji craze for educators and then the HyperDoc Facebook groups. And so those are the ones from the elementary school that I've gotten um, but from the high school, cause we, uh, we did breakout rooms of like high school science, um, on this last one and just the conversations and even like, um, oh, I wish I could remember the school she was at. I think she's either at Lee or ISA, uh, shared a framework document with us. And, um, just, it was just part of the conversation. And she was like, here, take this. And, you know, and again, that goes back to being with a group of teachers that are similar with each other. She didn't have to explain what the document was used for. She just used a tool in her toolbox, shared it with us and knows that we can either take it and use it and run with it. And it didn't have to have a whole lot of um, explanation. So just having that other different, you know, the same caliber of teachers being on the same level um, and just sharing ideas. It, it just, uh, and then even coming back to, the teacher across the hall from me, she had never really gotten onto the Google forms bandwagon. And so she was, she's a geometry teacher and she was grading all of her things. And like, I don't even know how she was doing it all, but having to grade every question. And I was like, why are you not doing a Google form and having this grade it for you? And so just through a couple of days of in between passing periods, I was able to take be like, Hey, response validation, you can use numbers or turn this into a multiple, multiple choice. You know, the snipping tool is your new best friend. Um, and just passing that on to the teacher across the hall, it just creates this domino effect of when you put a group of passionate teachers together that can spread like wildfire. Cause then they're going to take that next, next group and that next group and that next group. And so it's just really fun to talk about things with like-minded people. I think you all are understanding, uh, beginning to understand why Melissa was chosen for this program. She has, as you can see, she has a heart for teaching others, and she she kind of comes come you know she'll come alongside her her colleagues, her teammates, and make sure that she's not just like many of us. We kind of, as teachers, we tend to kind of, if we're not careful, we'll stay on our island and not really you know share things with other people, not out of spite or malicious intent, but we just don't think to. You know, that's not in in us necessarily. We're just we kind of learn what we need to get by the next day and kind of move on. But Melissa looks at things through a different lens. She's looking at ways of improving, not just herself, but her team and, you know, and by extension, the campus. And that's really the goal with this inspiring innovators. The ultimate goal is to start seeing these little, you know, uh, I'm going to use wildfire, use that expression, you know, kind of popping up little wildfires of uh, innovation on the campus. That's really cool. And I like a few things. Well, I like everything you guys said, but uh, a couple things that really stood out to me, you know, you talked about the like-minded people and how you get each other excited and pumped up for things, which I think is always important, but this year, especially, you know, morale is low. 
we're siloed in our own little, you know, corners and classrooms behind our screens. And so the collaboration doesn't come as easily. And um, the motivation and the excitement is a lot harder to come by. So the fact that that's something that you're getting as a byproduct of being in the cohort is really great. It's again, it's always important, but I feel like it's even more important now than before. And I, I have also felt really strongly that we have a lot to learn from one another, regardless of what subject or grade level we teach. It's kind of like you said, you got a lot of really valuable things from some elementary teachers, secondary teachers, especially high school are not really provided with a lot of opportunities to work with elementary teachers or to have conversations with elementary teachers. And so I love that in this cohort, that's kind of built in and people are starting to recognize the value in that. And so I just, I really liked those two things, especially. I think it's crucial. I think you hit the nail on the head, Lauren. We, we are in our own little silos and more so now than ever. And um, the program like this, I'm going to call it a program cohort, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, it in this case, it, it almost forces teachers to kind of think outside the four walls of their classroom, you know, and we all know how that is. Melissa mentioned, you know, she finished class at 325 and didn't have but five minutes to gather herself, you know, of, of the things that happened over the course of the day. She didn't have any time to really necessarily plan for the next day. She kind of hopped right into a webinar and had you not been part of something like this, where you see value in it, uh, she, you know, she may have probably, you know, it's like any teacher that's easy to find reason why not to be, do something or be part of something, but the, the healthy accountability of knowing that you're the representative for your campus and you're not just learning for yourself, but you know, the idea is to bring some of these ideas back and you're, you're representing other people and responsible, I think can add an added layer to having, allowing you to have more purpose behind what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's really true. So in addition to all of the wonderful things that we just discussed, what would you say to teachers who are on the fence about participating in something like this? I think it would just encourage them to take on the challenge. Um, when I first saw it, when I first was looking at it, I was like, oh man, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of PD. That's a lot of commitment. But especially being at year 15, it's really easy to get stale, even when you're not doing pandemic teaching. And I think you kind of have to ask yourself, do you want to grow or do you want to go? And um, this is one of those things that it really does help you grow and helps you realize that, you know, yeah, I might be really good, but I can always be better. And just getting those um, different ideas. And especially right now, it's really hard because I don't know my kids like I do in a normal year. You know, I had one young lady, I had two kids come face to face for the first time that I'm literally meeting face to face for the first time. And I'm supposed to know these kids since August, there are going to be some kids that do not walk onto the MacArthur campus until they're sophomores, because they're going to choose to be at home all year long. And so programs like this can help foster that community in different ways that it may or may not have happened in the past. And as much as this year has been hard and we can talk about all of the terrible things that have come from it, the benefits that are coming from it is it is forcing us to think outside the box. It is forcing us to try different things 
that we didn't have time for per se beforehand. And sure enough, once, you know, your back's against the wall, you do have to try it. So, um, and it is, but going back to why would I tell a teacher to try it? If you've got the opportunity, opportunity, then it's your choice to say yes at that point versus like right now we're in a pandemic, you have to change how you're teaching in the year of 2021. So why not you be the one who gets to push the button and decide to make yourself better. And you, yeah. you brought up something that I'd like to, I'd like to elaborate on if you don't mind, just because it hits home with me as well. You mentioned that some of these students will not step on, will not step foot onto MacArthur high school until their sophomore year. I I'm in the same scenario with my son and teachers, if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking about how difficult it is right now to teach, to do things, to meet deadlines and that. And I I challenge everyone out there to think and put yourselves in the, put yourselves in the scenario of a student in one of those transition years where this might be your first year at a middle school where you're, you're just coming of age or you're, this might be your first year and you're a freshman And how do you think our students are feeling right now? Not having that sense of community, not having, um, you know, the, the experience, the high school, middle school, elementary school experience right now. So yeah, being a a part of this, this program is going to help us help our students. You know, I think what we're trying to do here, if we can narrow it down is we're just trying to make teaching and learning fun again. we're, We're trying to enjoy, we're trying to get, bring back the joy. I mean, gosh, we've all had lots of joy stolen from us and robbed from us this year. And uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring in gurus, you know, in this industry, people who have are vetted, who have been, you know, uh, known for their ability to motivate people, you know, to squeeze out the, the you know, last bit of, or, or, or the most that they can out of these people, as far as their, their teaching practices, you know, like, Carl Hooker, I mean, one of the things that I learned most from his webinar in particular was the, uh, yeah, but, and I find myself being a yeah, but person for those who don't know what that is. So often you can kind of weed out the, some people who are more negative leaning versus positive leaning by when they say, when they respond, yeah, but, you know, we, some of us have learned that everything prior to the word, but you negate everything prior to the word, but when you say, but, right. And so we're not just talking about technology here. We're not just talking about being a better teacher. I mean, there's, there's certain parts here. We're just, we're trying to help other people just be good people and communicate well and build and foster relationships with both their colleagues and their students. So for any of our listeners who want to connect with you, how can they connect with you two on Twitter? So on Twitter, I'm at Kalinda Sai. That's K-O-L-E-N-D-A-S-C-I because I teach science. So, And you can find me at Chad Belford ITS. Sounds good. We're going to have all that information in the show notes so you guys can connect with both Melissa and Chad. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on the show and, you know, talking to us about inspiring innovators. We're really excited. It's a new thing. And so we really want to get the word out and just you know, get people excited about, about that too. Cause other people are going to benefit from you guys being in the cohort, you know, everybody's going to benefit. So thank you so much for coming today. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. This was fun. You Absolutely. Thank you. thank you guys. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh man. Doesn't that make you just want to be a part of this amazing cohort? 
Yes, it does. And actually I am. I'm loving it so far. The ideas that these teachers are bringing to the table are so energizing and the collaborations that I'm doing with my teachers are incredibly fulfilling. Same here, Lauren. And I love that this cohort lines right up with our department's vision and mission. I love knowing that what we're doing is having a direct impact on student learning through teacher and ITS collaboration. So be sure to follow us on social media for updates on what's happening in the Inspiring Innovators cohort and for other cool things too. You can find us at NEISD iTech on Twitter and Instagram, Instructional Technology NEISD on Facebook, and Instructional Technology on YouTube. That does it for us today, folks. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this with a friend, colleague, or the teacher next door. And if you're not already subscribed, do so. That way you get notified whenever we drop a brand new episode. All right, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and remember to take care of yourself. Bye. Bye, guys.